Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here with episode 213 of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here with me today. If you have not already, please take some time, go sign up and get your free trial to pokercoaching.com, go through all of the past quizzes and homework questions, and if you do that, you're going to be well on your way to being a great poker player. So here we are today going over a hand that I played at a $10,000 buy-in final table. This was from Punta Cana about um, five or six months ago. And um, here we are. We get ace-king right off the bat. This was one of the first hands at the final table. I was one of the chip leaders. Not sure of the exact stack sizes, but they are not too incredibly relevant. Um, I make it 2.5 big blinds. I like making it slightly larger than a min-raise against very good players, and we're at a table full of very good players. Folds around to Kenny Hallert. Hallert? I'm not sure how to say his last name. Sorry, Kenny. Very, very good player. I like his game a lot. He calls in the big blind with 9-7 of clubs, which is clearly fine. Flop comes ace-ace-eight. And the commentators in this hand actually mentioned, should Kenny lead on this flop? And I think that would be quite a bad decision. And the reason I think that would be quite a bad decision is because, notice here, I'm going to have a lot of aces in my early position raising range. And if I don't have aces, I'm going to have a lot of pairs, like pocket jacks, which I'm definitely not going to fold. So typically, whenever the board is quite dry and uncoordinated, that's a situation where you should not be leading very often at all. When the board is very coordinated, like let's say it was 10-8-4, or 10-8-6, or 10-8-7, or 10-9-7, something like that, with a flush draw, well now I'm going to have a lot of ace highs, which are not good, and over pairs, which really don't want to play for all the money. So that's a spot where you want to lead, but especially when it's ace-ace-x, like this, you really don't want to lead if you're playing against someone who is competent, and, um, you know, hopefully I'm competent enough. So, Kenny checks, and this is a spot where I want to bet small with my whole range. If you bet small with something like pocket jacks, you can still get called by many worse hands. Um, if you bet something like one million, though, now maybe all the worse hands fold. So I'm trying to bet small to get called by all sorts of junk. And realize if I have queen jack of diamonds, it's really nice to be able to bet 500k or 400k and pick up the pot some portion of the time. So he checks, I bet 400k, nice small bet. Now, should Kenny raise? I would typically say no, for the same reasons he should not lead on the flop, especially with this hand. With this hand, he's getting a great price to draw, which is nice. You don't want to give that away by raising and having me jam on you, right? And um, I have way more good aces than he does. Quite often, he's going to re-raise ace-king and ace-queen preflop, which means he has ace-jack and worse. Whereas I'm always going to have like ace-10 and better when I raise it up from early position. Maybe the ace-x suited, but usually ace-10 or better, and you don't really want to mess around against a guy who could very easily just have you in very bad shape. So I think he has a pretty clear call. Easy call by him. You may ask, shouldn't I bet bigger to try to price out the draws? You have to realize there really aren't very many draws available. And the draws that are available, I have outs against them, even if they make a flush. Because right here, say the turn's a king of clubs. Well, now Kenny's going for a ride. Or say the turn's a two of clubs, and it goes check, check on the turn, perhaps. Then on the river, I have some more outs to make the boat. So I'm not really so worried about being outdrawn in this scenario. So... He checks again on a two-turn, and now we have an interesting situation. Let's see if we can somehow figure out how many chips I have here. I know I'm going to bet 2 million, so that's 2. So this is 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, maybe 16, 
17, 18 million. So I have a lot of chips here. So I started with about 20 something. I decided to bet two, which is about pot. Let's go over here and look at his stack. He has one, two, three. I'm sorry, so he has two. He has six million here, seven, eight. He might have about eight million behind or nine million behind. So the commentator said that I probably bet too big because I'm going to make this flush draw fold. Think about this though. If Kenny has a flush draw, do I really care if he folds? He has about 20% equity. Notice here he actually has 15% for some reason, probably accounting for some dead cards. So that means I want to make sure that I bet more than an amount that gives him, you know, four to one. I don't want to give him four to one pot odds. So when I bet pot, I'm giving him two to one, which is clearly worse than that. So that's fine. We're pricing out all the flush draws immediately, which is nice. That means he should fold the flush draws or he should jam with them, which I'm clearly going to call. So that's nice. What happens though, if he has a hand like ace jack, is he ever going to fold ace jack to a bet? Well, I would say clearly not, even though it is pretty crappy for him. Um, by betting big, I polarize my range to very good aces, which crushes his range, and to bluffs. Now, you may ask, am I actually bluffing here ever? And um, I can tell you that I am. We're actually going to see some hands in the future where we run some pretty sweet bluffs. I mean, if I was sitting here with something like 10-9 of spades, I might just go for the big bet here. It's a no-equity bluff, which is always a little bit dicey. But if you think about the hands I want to bet large with, there are a large chunk of them in my range just because, again, I raised some early positions. So since I raised some early position, I have ace-king and ace-queen, right? There's eight combinations of each of those. I don't know if I want to necessarily bet big with ace-jack, but there's eight ace-kings and ace-queens. So when I'm potting it here, I can have something like eight bluffs if they have almost no equity. So come up with eight no equity bluffs. It's kind of hard to even find them. Then if I want to have some um, some draws in my range, like say I wanted to bet the 10-9 of clubs, clearly I can't have it this time, but say I did have 10-9 of clubs, that's a hand I may want to bet as well quite large because that puts Kenny in a pretty miserable spot. So I like this bet. I think it's quite good, especially given his stack size. It is worth mentioning as well, very important concept. There was one player at the table who only had 11 big blinds. Um, we were playing 200K big blinds. So 11 big blinds is only 2 million chips. Yeah, 2 million chips. And I just said here, Kenny has about nine or 10 behind. So notice when I bet two and he calls, that's going to leave him with one, two, three, four. I'm sorry. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He has about 7 million, I think. So if I bet two and he calls, pots can go up to 6 million. I can then jam the river and put him in a really, really miserable spot. Whenever you are the big stack playing against the medium stacks, quite often in general, especially if your opponents know that you're good and competent, you want to be using sizes that make them feel at risk. If I bet small here, like say the pot was 2 million and I bet 600K, I'm giving him the right price to draw to his flush, which is not good. And I'm not actually making him risk his chips, which means I can't run as many bluffs. And I want to be able to bluff with all of my bluffs here. So I like betting big in this spot. This is a nice spot for final table dynamics. I don't know what Kenny thinks of me. We haven't really played a ton. But if he thinks that I'm the type of player who's going to try to use my big stack to push around the medium stacks, that's going to make him way more sticky with an ace. So if he does have an ace, I get paid fully every single time. And that really is the goal, is to stack your opponents when you have the nuts. Whenever you have the nuts, you're not trying to extract small bits of value. You want to take all of their money. And that's what we tried to do here. And, you know, he didn't call me with a 9-7 of clubs. He ends up folding after a bit of thought. And you may look at that and say, oh, that's a bad result. But I think it's fine. Um, the alternative line would be to bet something like 1.4 million, 1.3 million. 
Um, maybe that does get called a little bit more often, but it makes it way harder for me to stack him when he has ace-jack or ace-10 or any ace. And right here, we were going for the full stack. So that's going to be it for this hand. If you like seeing live footage of me, let me know. I know we've been bouncing back and forth um, to various content types. We've done some small stakes cash games. We've done some tournaments. We've done some of my hands. Um, fortunately, Poker Night in America uploaded this hand his, or this um, final table that we played, which is very, very nice. Um, it was at the Party Poker Caribbean Poker Championship. I forget the exact name of it. But um, it was a lot of fun, and I'm going to be going back there again in November. It's in the Bahamas this time at Baja Mar. I'm looking very forward to that, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So thanks a lot for watching. hope you enjoyed it. Again, if you have not, please head over to PokerCoaching.com, sign up, go through all the quizzes and homework, and if you don't like it, after a week, just cancel, and it's free. I want you to get better at poker, and I want you to see lots of success. If I can help you make more money, that is going to make me feel really good, and it's going to teach you that poker coaching and poker training is actually very beneficial for you. So anyway, thanks for being here. Thanks for watching. Be back next week. I'll, I will be back next week with another fun video.